there. Welcome back to Greater Greener Georgia. I'm Alexis. And I'm Miles, and thanks for tuning in. We're going to start this episode off with an interview that we conducted recently with Shai Kellogg, who is a farmer and community leader here in Georgia. The work she does around our state to promote agricultural knowledge, especially for youth in Georgia, is really inspiring. And we're so glad we got to highlight her work on our podcast. So here's your interview uh, with Shai Kellogg, and we'll check back in afterwards. Hey friends, um, I'm Shai Kellogg, and basically I started in agriculture about seven years ago, learning about agriculture and consulting and advocating for food systems here in the Atlanta area. Um, through that, I, I have created amazing partnerships with some awesome farms and farmers and some organizations that um, is all about composting. I compost myself as a young farmer and a female farmer of color. Um, and I am so excited to just have this discussion today with GCB. So actually, before we go into more of these questions, would you mind telling me a little bit more? You said you've been in this field for about seven years or so, but how did you get started? I got started. It's a funny story, actually. I got started because I owned a baking business previously, and I spent a lot of times at um, farmer's markets and selling my baked goods. And what I seen was a huge disconnect between farmers and consumers. Um, farmers really, most farmers have a hard time conveying their story, talking about what they produce and talking about the practices, right? So when we hear um, different practices with agriculture, whether it's conventionally grown or certified naturally grown or organic, um, the farmers really sometimes stumble when they're asked these questions. So we've seen a disconnect between consumers and farmers, and we wanted to bridge that connection a little bit better. So I just got started at a farmer's market, really introducing people to their, their local farmers, and it's been history since then. That's amazing. And so what would you say your current like role or title is? Uh, like the first word you would use to describe yourself kind of? Connector. That's, that's, <laughs> um, I am a huge advocate of just really reaching out, using your resources. I own two companies um, that's in agriculture. I own Socially Shy, which is a ag consultancy company. And I also own Cultured Ag, which is a ag company that basically gives um, space to farmers of color to connect with different resources just like this one. That's amazing. And so as you already know, we have, we're having you on this podcast today to kind of talk about composting. We're starting a bit of a campaign at GCV to encourage people around Georgia to compost. And so I wanted to kind of just talk about it. Have you ever composted before? Are you currently someone who composts? Is it something that's easy to do? Okay, so yes, um, I have composted before. We actually just sold our farm earlier in 2022. Um, we had a small composting system. And I will say, um, honestly, it is challenging. You do need knowledge to understand what goes in compost. Um, but once you get it, it's almost like um, second nature, almost like riding a bike. Once you get it, you got it. But just understanding the ins and out of the composting um, is a little difficult, but we have some amazing resources like uh, King of Pops, they do a really good job at composting. Um, Truly Living Well, they're 
uh, education center, they can teach you like there's tons of resources online as well. So I, I use all the resources that I could to really get into this um, myself. Yeah. And that's even what we're trying to do too, is we're going to be putting out on social media, a bunch of how to videos of how to compost in different ways from the cheapest, most kind of DIY do it yourself way to there's these crazy machines you can buy to keep in your house where you dump your food waste that does it all for you. And it's a lot easier, but a lot more expensive. Um, and so just from the environmental side of things, are you able to talk at all about kind of the pros and cons, if there are any cons, about composting our waste and how it impacts our environment. Absolutely. I think the biggest thing that we have to remember is soil and compost is where our food begins. And if we're really talking about food systems, a closed circuit system here in um, metro areas or wherever you are really, composting is going to give you the best return on investment as far as your soil. So what a lot of people don't know that 90 for 90, what a lot of people don't know is that 95% of our food comes from the soil. So adding like enrichments like compost helps so much. Um, I will tell you right now, soil management can produce about 56% more food. Um, and I want to encourage people, just a little sidebar, please get a soil test before you plant anything in the ground. I think that's very important because um, when we think about what we're getting out of that soil, um, let's make sure that all our nutrients are actually in that soil. So as far as um, composting, this is a great way for us to close the food system um, as far as food waste, we're getting rid of that part of it. We're creating jobs. When we think about composting, a lot of people probably don't think about it that way. But if we have organizations um, such as Truly Living Well, they hire about 20 people on staff right now that's all about composting. So when we think about these small food systems and getting rid of waste and creating a different workforce, um, this is an amazing way for us to do that. And just to kind of elaborate on how compost can really help us when we think about um, the dust bowl, because there wasn't enough organic matter in that topsoil and with the, um, the farming industry really booming at that time, and we were doing a lot of tilling, that topsoil is gone away and it created a dust storm here in Georgia, which is so wild to even think about today um, that we even ha would have an event like that. But when we're using nutrient-rich soils and adding um, things like compost, it actually helps that top layer. So it takes about 100 years to regenerate the top layer of soil. That top soil layer is about five inches. It takes about a hundred years to regenerate that. That's ridiculous. I mean, when you think about yeah. the earth, we have to be good stewards over what we were given. So just really understanding how impactful um, food waste and composting, how this all really give acts as an aid to our future generations, because we're just stewards of this land for now. We're really being good stewards for the, the future seriously. Yeah. Um, and when we think about the microorganisms and the biochemistry of the, the soil that we currently have, a lot of people don't know that there, there are more 
organisms in one tablespoon of healthy soil than there are people on this earth. So that that soil is moving, it's growing, it's it's alive. And um, I think some people may forget that what we put in this ground really dictates how nutritious our food is going to be. It's so interesting to hear, you know, I really didn't know any of that. And it's amazing. And I feel like GCV really is balanced on this fine line of emphasizing that like as an individual person it's too much to take on the whole weight of the world and like you know you can't change anything we need to get together collective action demand action out of the corporations but also we are able to take some individual action and if everyone were to take some individual action we really could make a huge impact together um and it's just been really cool hearing you talk about that i have uh, one other little fun question for you before we kind of wrap up which is what is your favorite thing to do outside whether on the farm or just in general when you like to get outside what do you like to do yeah uh, that's a great question thank you for asking that um my most favorite thing to do is really teach um agriculture in the classroom teaching grades three through five about farming and about the soils is so fun. I'll say fun, but it's also enlightening. These are our future just environmentalists. These are our future foresters, like, and they're excited about it. This new generation coming up is very excited about the planet. And I think it's inspiring for me to see them because I didn't grow up in this way so that may it is that is fun to me it may not be fun to most but when I see those eyes light up and you can tell when you impact a child those eyes light up and you see the question mark go up over their head and you're just like yeah this this is my why this is why I do it so I think that that's fun to me <laughs> and even Oh, wait, I have to add in oh, yeah. everything that I grow. That's the fun part. That's the true fun part. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you, is everything you eat at home mostly from things that you have grown? Um, I would say about 50%. Um, yeah, that's it's impressive. very hard. Um, we, we, you know, our growing season is, is different wherever you go, depending on your zone. So I try to grow um, everything seasonally and get um, other vendors or other farmers like ranchers um, and uh, egg producers and things like that. I try to get them locally because one, they taste really great. And two, it impacts our local um, economics. So mm -hmm. it, it's just a win-win for everyone. Yeah, that's amazing. And you know, it's definitely clear that you are in the right path if your favorite thing to do outside is you know, exactly what you do for work. Anyway, that's really amazing. Um, and so kind of just to finish up, I wanted to make sure you get a chance to promote yourself and your work and also just let our listeners know how they can take action. Um, in addition to just learning about these environmental impacts, so what is a good way for our listeners to take action after hearing this podcast? Yeah, if you're inspired after this podcast, please learn more about composting, learn more about organizations that supporting uh, composting and environmental uh, goodness. Um, also, please be involved with your legislator. I think that's the most important way um, for us to really make an impact. Show up to that Capitol building. That's our building. Um, it doesn't matter who you support. Just please bring up some of the environmental issues going on. Um, and you people can further like look into information by just doing a quick Google search 
Um, and if you people want to connect with me and some of the road that I'm going down, um, you can connect through Socially Shy um, on Instagram, on, I don't know, all the socials, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, uh, Cultured Ag is also my brand. So um, I'm happy to share if anyone wants additional information or resources on organizations where they can connect. Um, in addition to GCB, I think you guys are doing an amazing job and thank you for the work that you're doing for sure. I had such a good time getting to know Shai and hear all about her work. If you want to learn more about what she's up to, you can find her on social media at Socially Shy, which is spelled S-O-C-I-A-L-L-Y-C-H-Y. Uh, or on her website, Cultured Ag, ag like agriculture. And so her website is cultured-ag, which is just ag, dot myshopify.com. And thanks so much to Shai for taking the time to talk with us last week. It was really awesome getting to know her. For the second part of our episode today, we have some sad news to share, unfortunately. Yeah, we wanted to make sure to acknowledge on behalf of the entire Georgia Conservation Voters team, we're really, really sad to announce the passing of our former coworker Tish Nagisi on Wednesday. Representative Nagisi was a freshman state house representative for the 68th District of Georgia. She was also a member of our Georgia Conservation Voters Education Fund team from August of 2021 until she just started becoming a state house representative this past January. And during her time with us at GCV, she was a super cherished coworker, mentor, and friend. She was an inspiration to us all, and her experiences really showed her quality as an individual who fought for equity and justice for all. Our executive director, Briante McCorkle, said the following. Tish was a passionate and dedicated community organizer and leader. I admire her strength and resilience in the face of life's challenges, and I feel I still had so much more to learn from her. It was an honor to work with her as she took the role of state representative. I will miss her and I'm deeply grateful for the time I did have with her. Our Education Fund Organizing Director, Juan Smith, also shared similar sentiments, saying that Tish was an extraordinary servant leader and a multifaceted leader who didn't start or stop with just the legislature. We send our love and thoughts to Representative Nagisi's family and friends during this difficult time. Um, we thank you all for tuning in to this episode, um, and we will see you next time. Yeah. Have a safe weekend. Thanks for listening.